Welcome back to another boot-focused episode of Top Ends Talk. I am your host here today, Marcin Kazmarski at PL Juventino. And today we have a special episode um, in due part with all the new releases that we've had of, of many new brands, uh, many new boots that have come out over the last uh, couple weeks and come some releases that we're going to talk about that haven't technically been released yet. Um, I wanted to kind of create this episode and have a little chat about what our thoughts are about some of the new releases that have come out. So here with me today, I have Mr. Boot Hype himself. If you want to introduce yourself, Jason. Hey, everyone. This is um, Jason from Boot Hype. So uh, if, if you've not heard of us, we're actually a boot equipment website. We review football boots. We talk a little bit about um, some of the trends in football. So um, check us out if you're into boot stuff as well. Yeah, so Jason's already been on the podcast before, so thank you for coming back for another episode, Jason. And then, of course, we have Mr. Andrew over here, who's uh, <laughs> who's also a, a fan favorite of the podcast so far. Uh, if you'd like to say hello to everybody, Andrew. Bigging up my head already, fan favorite. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Andrew. I write, I I am Gaijin Boot Blog, at Gaijin Boot Blog on Instagram, and I mostly cover uh, boots in Japan and stuff, but I... I would write some pieces on the industry as well. Yeah, so we're, we're definitely super excited to have both these guys on the podcast today. Uh, obviously, their expertise is through the roof a lot higher than mine personally. Uh, they've been in the industry a lot longer than I have. Um, but yeah, so today, we, like I mentioned, we wanted to talk about the new releases of Boots recently. And we're going to start off with one that it, I feel like has a little bit of a cult following. Uh, if you love these, if you love this brand, if you love the boots, you're you're obsessed with them. Or there's a lot of people that don't know about the brand, um, or or just aren't really familiar with it. And we're going to talk about the recent release of Mizuno with their Beta Three made in Japan. Uh, obviously, this, like I mentioned, I feel like this boot has like a little bit of a cult following. So if you know about Mizuno, if you know how good and qual- like how high quality these boots are, um, you've loved this line for a very long time. Um, they are Mizuno's speed boot. Um, it's not, not to be say that they're an equivalent to the vapor or anything along those lines. Uh, completely different material, completely different upper. Uh, but recently they released a, uh, at least for the first time, you can correct me if I'm wrong, a knitted leather um, combo in, in, in the speed boot. So what I wanted to ch- talk about in terms of the Beta 3, so I have mine. If, if Whenever we, we decide to drop this on YouTube, me and Andrew came prepared with our Betas. Uh, Jason did not, of course. Um, so I'm actually going to kick it off over to Jason, and I want to get your initial thoughts on what your thoughts are on the boot and how you think they're going to impact the market moving forward. Uh, right. I actually love the boots a lot, right? So um, I think what Mizuno has done with the Neo 3 Betas is um, a little bit like what Nike used to do with the Superflies and the Vapors, so where they had... Um, a more traditional version of it in terms of vapor, and then with the superflies or the or the betas as uh, Mizuno do, uh, it's kind of where they flex, right? Uh, in the same way, Samsung has their has a foldable phone for no reason. Mizuno's just been throwing quite a lot of their technology to just you know test and push the market. Uh, in my opinion, it was a bit more prevalent in the Neo Two beta where they um really put in stuff like Carvo, which is this, um 
plastic that's infused in a similar fashion to carbon fiber, as well as um, a mesh midfoot. Uh, in the Neo3 betas, they took out the carbo, which was a little bit disappointing, I felt. But um, there was a, they improved on the mesh, uh, the mesh midfoot. They threw in some knit for one-piece arbor, which I guess is kind of the way forward uh, if you are looking at speed boots and the speed market in general. So uh, I think in, in short, what the Neo3 betas do is that they give you a very nice, um, slightly padded feel, um, not very dissimilar to, say, the X19.1 which is uh, one of my favorite speed boots out there. One of my f- favorite general boots out there. Uh, the only difference is that unlike the X19.1, which runs a little bit wider, and because of the way it's uh, built, it's not as responsive or locked down. The new three betas, because of that, um, the knit tongue, the mesh midfoot, uh, it actually wraps your foot really, really well, and I really, really like it. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree. Um, this is my first purchase of Mizuno boots. So I was really excited to kind of try out this combo of, of knit and leather. And I can I can attest that when I have these boots on, it feels like I'm, I don't even have anything on my feet. It feels like I'm kind of like running around on air. Um, so I can definitely totally see where you're coming from with, with that point of view. Um, but I want to definitely get Mr. Andrew's op- opinion over here on the beta threes. <laughs> um, he has a great review already written out, which you haven't read. I would definitely check it out. Um, but I want to get live your kind of feedback and what are your thoughts on what not only what the beta means like to you and like what are your initial thoughts about it, um, but like like I asked Jason, what are your thoughts on how the boot will? Okay, so first off, definitely check out check out a uh, can't speak check out Jason's review on the beta as well. Um, It'd be it's interesting to juxtapose the two. Uh, I do agree a lot with what uh, Jason says about the boots. It it definitely feels like Nike, like the way Nike does or used to do the vapor and the Superfly. It's very distinct. It's funny because the the quote unquote regular made in Japan Neo three felt more like a kind of felt like a control boot in some ways, but the Beta is very much a speed boot. And whereas the Neo three when I reviewed it i you know you it wasn't uncomfortable you could feel it hugging your foot but like the beta it's a stiffer it's a slightly stiffer upper material because the knit has the coating on top of it but i was shocked like what you're saying marston like you put it on and it's like you have to double check like is it on my feet like i was really really surprised that like just the, the material just disappears um i think one of the things for me in the Neo series that's always been like, I felt like I could always get a nice strike on the ball where pinging long passes or taking shots and in the beta, it just feels like the best it's ever been. Like, I don't, you know, obviously you need to have good form and technique, but it just feels so effortless in some ways. Like the boots, the boots there, it's meant to like help you out when it can, but other times it's like, it's not there. It tries to just get out of your way and let you uh, let you do your stuff, let you do your thing. I will say it was the other thing. I will having um, tested the regular ones and the betas. The regular ones, like they both have the same sole plate, but I was shocked in the betas. Like the regular ones, like it works. It's it's not the most aggressive sole plate, but I actually don't mind because I play a lot of games on turf. But with the betas, I noticed like. Is similar to the current vaporware. As soon as you tied it up, you could feel like your foot kind of getting sucked into the sole plate a bit more. 
And I think part of that's down to the knit material that they've used. So I think they've done a really good job for, you know, for a brand that, yeah, on the Beta 2, they use some knit material, but knit hasn't really been their thing is the way as other brands have. They've done a really, really good job. Like, they've definitely done their research and their homework on it before tossing it on the market, unlike some other brands, Nike. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty pleased with how they've turned out. I'm, you know, they're a fantastic boot. Yeah, they're expensive, but they're amazing. I mean, they're handmade. It's kind of hard to get away with from that. Um, I mean, yeah, like the betas are definitely an amazing boot. What would you tell somebody that is maybe considering purchasing these boots and has like some reservations? Oh, it's like Mizuno. Like it's a brand that I like personally. Obviously, a lot of people don't don't wear Mizuno. Like obviously, they should because the boots are fantastic. Um, but what would you tell somebody that's like, oh, like I'm thinking about getting Mizuno's? Like, is there any kind of like reservations that you might um, want to like tackle? Like, obviously the price is 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 a factor. Obviously they are a little yeah. bit more expensive than the traditional boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I purchased mine personally like a little bit on sale, so I didn't pay that full retail price, which is nice. But they are usually a little a, a couple twenty, thirty, forty dollars uh, US, a little bit more expensive than like let's say the equivalent like Superfly Raper. So. Any, like, thoughts on, on, on those objections that people usually have when it comes to Mizuno boots? I mean, most most of the guys in the Mizuno cult, I guess, if you want to call it that, like, Jason will attest to this, the Made in Japan thing is, like, a really huge deal. You don't realize how much of a step down it is putting on, like, don't get me wrong, other brands make good boots. I'm not trying to bash on other brands. I'm just saying, don't understand how much of a step up it is when you put on Mizuno's versus other boots like you notice there's something special about the made in Japan product yeah it's expensive I mean but the flip side is the fit I feel like the fit is better I've worn Mizuno's for years just because like every time I go away from Mizuno I end up going back just because the fit is so good on them and the quality I mean you know I've got a pair like it's the very first pair of Mizuno's or the second pair of Mizuno's I bought and that was 2008 and I still rock them for practices every now and then. I mean, they're still in one piece. And I have stopped, like, I stopped cleaning them and taking care of them years ago. So you can, you know, you still want to take care of your boots, obviously. But, like, after a while, it, it's just amazing how they managed to hold up. And, you know, I'm expecting the same with the beta as well. So it's just, I always end up either just retiring my boots and moving on to something else rather than like, oh, I tore them or something like that, which has happened when I've been in other brands. I've just never had that with Mizuno. So it's the quality and the fit are the two biggest things. Yeah, the performance is there. And maybe, again, the Vapor is probably a better performing boot overall. But, you know, having that leather, having fit, having that quality just makes such a big difference for me personally. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um so I want to shift the conversation a little bit. So obviously we, we, we can rant about how amazing the boots are, and I can definitely attest uh, to how great they are. I know Jason has something else that he wanted to add from his initial point okay. before, we, before we kind of pivot the conversation a little bit. So I'm going to let Jason speak a little um, yeah. before I kind of move it over. I'm not going to move away from Mizuno. Don't worry. I, still have, <laughs> I have one more question I want to ask you guys, uh, but I know, you, I know you've been jonesing to get in, in, in here and, and, and say your point, so I'm going to let you, let you have that. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, so I think um, j- just to add on to Andrew's point about um, the main Japan quality, right? So uh, the fit is definitely one one thing where it really fits your foot 
much better than most other brands. But um, from a personal anecdote, right, I've had my Neo tools um that I've used on turf exclusively for about four years, and they're still and they're still going strong, right? Um, there's barely any sole separation and all that. So I think when you look at the price, there's also uh how you can rationalize it out is that you know it's going to last you easily twice as long as some of the other boots out there, especially if you play on turf, yeah. and uh you know that that helps to like even out the the cost. And then um and I I know like when whenever us Mizuno cult people we start talking about Mizuno we we tend to be like over the top with praise, and uh, I I I just thought I, I I've been in my review um I actually talked a little bit about this where I say you know it's not all roses uh with the beta trees in my opinion um I actually uh if I had to name it as a player um some of the names that pop out would be like Eden Hazard. Gareth Bale, uh, stuff and pe- players like Wayne Rooney, right? Where they had so much talent, they're really, really good. I mean, I mean, they're great players, right? But they, everybody knows that you know they had that they could have taken that one step to be like Messi, Ronaldo level players, especially with, with Gareth Bale who was seen as Ronaldo's replacement. Uh, Hazard, everyone says all the time where, and he he himself admits that you know he. He doesn't have the that sort of mentality to take that next step, even despite his outrageous talent right now. Right, and I think um in many aspects the Neo Three Beta falls in that category where they're they're awesome boots, right? I I love how they fit. Um, the mesh on the sides, Mizuno have done an excellent job with the mesh on the sides in terms of being tough enough but not stiff and giving you blisters like some of uh some other boots might have. But you know. Considering that they are sold uh, in Europe, in Europe you only get the bare trees and not new trees. I just felt like you know Mizuno could have done a little bit more to, to kind of put them above even the vapors. So in in terms of giving it like the the carvo forefoot to make it a bit more flexible, and uh having a few blade studs here and there just for that a little bit more aggressive toe off, right um. I, I know that in, in Japan, most of them are playing on hard grounds and like um, turf and conical starts are better. But then again, uh, the betas are like limited edition in Japan, right? And you have like the new trees there as well to do their job. So yeah. I just felt like um, the, the betas were, was a chance for Mizuno to be, you know, not just um, top of the class, but, you know, way ahead of everyone else and to really put um, the, the Vapor 13s, which are an excellent speed boot like they could have put the vapor 13s behind them but they just like felt like you know yeah they like let's let's give everyone a chance you know let's not dominate the the speed boot industry as much as we have which which i felt was a little bit of a pity and i i do hope that in the next um new four betas or new three beta tools whatever they decide to do you know they do like take off take their hands off the handbrake and say you know Let's just give everyone the. Let's just all out flex. Yeah, I, I I totally get your point. You actually answered my my question. The next question I was going to ask, which is funny enough, because I I was going to ask. Obviously, we could praise Mizuno a lot, um, but I was going to ask what your thoughts were on things that they can improve upon. So I mean, you already you took care of that question with your answer. Uh, I wanted to ask Andrew the same thing. I mean, obviously, there's. Many we could praise these boots all all you want. Like my my personal thing, if you asked me, the like 
Jason said it perfectly, is I wish there was a couple bladed studs in the Soul Plate for me personally, just because I love the Soul Plate on the Vapor 13. And obviously, like, if, if we ever post this on YouTube, I'm holding up the boots right now to show the, the, the Soul Plate on the Vapor 13. Um, I, I love the bladed stud pattern. So I wish there was a couple bladed studs on the Neos. That's probably, like, my only hiccup with the boot. Um, but I wanted, I, Andrew, obviously you, you wrote a review, but for the people that didn't read the review, what were your thoughts on things that Mizuno or specifically with this boot could approve upon for future generations? Um, so I, so I basically had a couple guys reach out to me even before my review was published for the beta and they're saying how the heel, they kind of got blisters in the heel. And, um, I think part of that's kind of how the how it's laced um i'm extremely prone to blisters but i actually didn't get any blisters in the beta i got some hot spots but i did think that the uh the heel was slightly too stiff i wish they used slightly softer resin in the heel itself considering there's an external heel counter i don't think it needs to be as stiff i can understand why they did it but i just wish it was a little bit softer um i actually preferred the heel on the regular neo so i kind of wish they did the same I guess it's the same construction, but just that softer resin that they used. Um, I did also prefer the lacing setup on the top three lace holes for the uh, for the regular Neo over the Beta, just because you can get you can adjust it a lot more. I had to mess around with the lacing a little bit, and I know you, Marson, had a little bit of issue with the lacing, and we've been going back and forth about how to do it to get better lockdown. And the way I've got it now, it's much better lockdown, but. I kind of wish they had, you know, the laces were pushed a little bit further up towards the ankle, like the lace holes itself, and that probably would have benefited a bit more. I mean, that's that's my only two nitpicks. They weren't really that, you know, it wasn't anything to make me say, don't buy this boot. I, I It's just something like, oh, I wish it was a, just a little bit better. But overall, I mean, I definitely prefer these over the regular Neos, so... Yeah, so yeah, like you just said, I did have a little bit of an issue with um, slippage in the heel. So yeah, I did relace them. Um, the way that you kind of showed me to relace them was a lot better. Uh, I also comboed that with a pair of true socks. And so I was really like stuck in the boot, which was great. So I didn't have any issues in terms of like my foot movement or anything like that. So uh, after I kind of relaced them and, and grabbed a pair of true socks, that was uh, completely fine for me. So I'm going to kind of cut the conversation on Mizuno here. I know, Andrew, you're going to be very upset because I know it's your favorite topic to talk about. Uh, <laughs> but we Actually, have a my, couple. Of... My favorite topic is talking crap about Nike. all the other brands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you might get an opportunity here then. So um, we, we obviously talked about it. <laughs> and Andrew's just like rubbing, rubbing his hands. His hands. He's like, hey, this is my time to shine. Um, yeah, but we're going to chat a little bit about a couple other new releases and do a little kind of comparison and kind of what our thoughts are on the boots and um, basically like a little versus boot versus boot kind of competition. And the two boots that we're kind of thinking about are the new Phantom GT from Nike, which is supposed to replace the uh, Venom Elites, essentially, and also the, the Phantom Visions, technically, because both silos are being dropped um if you didn't know that and for that boot versus the puma ultra which is the new speed boot from puma so i know there are different types of boots obviously the phantom gt is not really meant to be a speed boot but in terms of both boots do you guys think that one is going to have more effect on the market moving forward do you think one just obviously they're, they're technically not fully released yet 
Um, which boot do you guys think is going to be better in terms of like the, the response from the customer base and just the boot in general? Do you guys have uh, any thoughts on those boots so far? Right. Uh, to be really honest, like I'm still quite surprised with all the with the GTs because like they don't look like much, and like it's and this is Nike we're talking about, right? If anything, they make their boots look like like space spaceships, like they, they they look they they make them look great. They make it look like there's tons of technology in it. Like the GTs just look to me like uh they remind me a bit of like the Hyper Venom one, where it 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 they, it just looks very basic, um comfortable, basic sock boot of sorts with like no with like instead of uh the waxy upper they used to have. Now they use the um the grippy texture from the visions. Yeah, so so to me the GTs look very basic and very generic. A very comfortable generic boot with uh with a side lacing system, which I, I think I would like. It just doesn't strike me as a very Nike sort of boot. Like I, I was very surprised they they didn't um do something a bit more out there in terms of say um with the grippy texture, they they make it into like the the laser one like strike pattern with the, the the circles and like the target sort of thing yeah yeah i, I was really surprised they, they didn't go out, all out there with the ultras um i'm really interested in it i think this is a great year for speed boots because uh mostly because everyone seems to to have decided that hey you know if nike are making great chevron blader starts maybe we should too and maybe like they'll give us that super um bite with when accelerating away, and I, I um the Axis seem to be doing it. New Balance did it with their Furons, and now Puma have joined again with like a proper speed boot. I think um there are a lot of throwbacks to some of the, the Evo Speed SLs, which are one of the better speed boots that Puma has done in a while. Uh, but I am a little bit worried um from what I've heard from my friends as well that uh the there's not enough TPU protection around it. So some parts are uh, you get quite exposed knit. Uh, so I'm not sure how that might affect durability, but yeah, Andrew, what, what do you think? So I, I'll say I'll say this: the for the Phantom GT first off, I want to first give actually some praise to Nike for cutting down on their silos because my big thing is there's too much product on the market, and you know. I think Adidas should be at three silos. I don't think any brand should have more than three silos. It just, I don't think it makes sense. And especially with all the craziness going on right now, it just, you know, you look at how many boots are on sale and that's just because brands have gotten away with releasing just so much stuff onto the market. So I think cutting down to cutting those two silos into one's a great idea. Um, I actually like the look of the material of the upper. I think the graphics look terrible. Uh, it looks a lot like a kid's boot. like, uh, And maybe part of that's because the first leaked images were kid's boots. But even I thought, well, they'll look nicer on the elites. And the elites look way better. But it's got that weird line. And I like I know they're trying to be unique. But it's Nike. I, I, like Jason said, you know, you want it to look crazy. And that's kind of like, uh, it's kind of basic. Um, after praising them for cutting down the two silos. Of course, it looks like they're going to have a, a high cut and a low cut, which is stupid. 
think that's absolutely pointless because all that does is nothing and they can just charge more money for adding more knit that you don't need and you know the market is trending towards low cuts again so i mean that kind of makes them seem old-fashioned when they could have just i don't know i feel like they could have done something else um the soul plate i'm it looks interesting i am pretty worried that it's gonna cause injuries easily because there's not enough support um it looks like they cut out the entire arch and while they do have a like a stability spine that kind of looks like the one Mizuno actually uses on the Rebula series. Um, I'm not saying to copy them, it's just similar. Um, I think they should have focused more on providing enough support on that instep, because they've already got a boot that's not necessarily for support, but more for performance, and that's the Vapor. You know, their other boots shouldn't have to be like that, and I feel like they're kind of forcing themselves into a corner by... You know, the oh, people are going to say, well, the GT soul plate similar to the Vapor soul plate. It's a difference. You know, it's got a couple of round studs and that's it. But it is what it is. We'll, we'll see how it is when it comes out. I, like I said, I think the upper looks really nice, the material. Um, for the Puma Ultra, like Jason was saying, that going to that Chevron stud, like it, it works. It functions really, really well in the Vapor. I mean, I haven't heard a single person say they don't like it. So. I mean, I think it works really well. It's fine with Puma going with it and New Balance going with it. I don't mind that. I don't, you know, people are going to say brands copy each other, but, you know, you really think these guys don't talk to each other at all or they're not friends with each other? I mean, it's not just because they work at different companies doesn't mean they don't like each other. And um, it's interesting. Um, I like the look. I like the idea of the material of the upper. I agree the exposed net may cause durability issues, but it looks like Puma's finally more, I want to say, confident in their product. Um, as long as they don't replace the boot within six months like they've been doing with everything else, I think, you know, <laughs> I think that'll build some of that foundation. I think that's been Puma's biggest problem is they're just changing stuff so much. It, it becomes less of, oh, they're innovating too. Oh, wow, they don't think their boots are that great so they have to constantly change them so that's that's just me i'm still interested to see what it's going to be like when it comes out i will be interested to see if there's any hg sole plates for japan or if they're just going to do an ag stud layout so we'll uh we'll see um interesting releases i you know i think the nike's gonna the gt's gonna sell really well because it's nike you know it's a new nike boot and Nike's going to absolutely dominate. I'm sure as soon as we see the first ad for it, we're going to be like, hmm, actually. So we'll see. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the case with any new like Nike drop at first. We're just like, ah, oh, we, we don't kind of like, eh, it's going to be decent. It's going to be all right. And then once that ad drops, we're just like, huh, we kind of want to try that out. Um, but I actually had a, I had a very interesting conversation with, with Tim, who's not obviously with us today, was my co-host, about Nike potentially putting kind of like not all their eggs in one basket, but most of their eggs in the mercurial line because they know it's their it's their best seller, it's their it's their best boot. And with the GT, we we both, to be super honest, I'm not a huge fan of of what the boot is. I think it's just essentially like a new Venom remake. Um, that that's just my personal thoughts on it. But uh, I think that 
Nike are really putting their their focus on that Mercurial line because they know it's their best boot. It's they know it's their bread and butter. It's been around since the early 2000s, uh, since even before that. It's been around for 20 plus years, and I think that's when they know that they can make the most money on. So I feel like the Tiempo and any other boot silo that you want to call it, whether it's the Vision or or the Hypervenom, whatever the brand silo is that's beside the Vapor, I think gets a little bit less less love than the Vapor. I feel like the Vapor is there. Their bread and butter, their their top end model. That's where they're putting their money, their advertising, and all their focus on. And then anything else kind of is like, yeah, well, we're gonna release something cool, but if you buy it, you buy it. If you don't, we have the vapor. Like, <laughs> and kind of like to your point with with Soulplay being very similar to the vapor. Yeah, you, like, it, are they kind of backing themselves into that corner of, of customers being like, well, if I if I want that Soulplay, I have technically a better option in my opinion. The vapor is one of the better boots on the market. And you have that secondary option where you could just be like, hey, I could get that same concept in the vapor, and why would I want the GT? Like, what's what's the benefit of that? Um, when regards to the Ultra, I'm actually really kind of interested in it, just because, like you mentioned, it's it's got a it's got that new bladed stud pattern. Uh, it's a traditional, it's a, it's a new Puma speed boot, and I, I I don't remember which one of you guys mentioned, but like the Evo Speed SL line was was a pair of boots that I really liked. Um, they were great boots, super lightweight. I love the response I got out of them. So I'm really curious to see what this next gen of Puma speed boots is. Cause I, I feel like we always like kind of associate Puma with like a speed boot or something like responsive yeah. and good like that. I, like I always like, when I think of Puma, I always think of like Usain Bolt just running down like the track. And yeah. I just, I just think of like lightning fast. That's what I think of when I think of Puma. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely super excited to look into more of the ultras. Cause I think that might be my next boot purchase. Um, if anybody knows me personally, I, I, I love a good speed boot. So I'm really more curious about the Ultras versus the GTs. But talking about all these new releases, there's one more release I want to talk about, and it's by Adidas. So we have their new speed boot, kind of like keeping, we should just rename this episode the speed boot episode, because that's literally all we've done talk about this entire episode. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about the the new x the quote-unquote ghosted um and i want to get your guys thoughts on that boot and how you go any any thoughts any initial feelings you have on the boot how it'll how it'll do on the market um any benefits that it or any new technology that they've kind of added to the boot that makes it kind of like that step up over the old uh model i'm gonna have jason lead us off with the uh ghosted conversation all right so um I'm a bit sad to see the X19.1 go because uh, if anyone who's who's watched um, Boot Wizard James's stuff, who's a good friend of ours, will know that um, I've got a great nickname for it because I call it the People Speed Boot, right? It's it's a it's a fairly lightweight um, speed boot of sorts because it's about um, 190 to about 200 grams. It's fairly wide, so it fits most people. Um, and then at the same time, it's also one of the more padded speed boots out there. So if you wear a Vapor and you wear an X, you can actually feel that it's, it's, it's a little bit more padded. And I mean, it's a very generic, um, yet comfortable, light enough uh, boot, right? That everyone will, will find something to love about it. And so I'm a bit sad to see it go. But uh, I am very excited about X20.5. 20.1s um, a bit more than laceless cause, just because I'm, I'm not a fan of laceless boots. And uh, someone pointed out to me recently and I was very lucky to 
have a look at a sample pair. Right, so it's very, very... It seems like Adidas has taken quite a number of their learnings and their research from the um, Adizero Adios Pro. So uh, for those of you who are into running shoes, you would know that in the recent years, uh, Nike kind of changed the running shoe game when they started putting a carbon fiber plate into their, into their running shoes. Uh, people broke all sorts of records in them and so now everyone's on this carbon fiber plate kind of uh, race. Right, so um, the Adi, the Adi Zero Adios Pro is kind of Adidas's take on that. So it's uh, it's uh, they've got this what they call a cellar mesh, which is this ultra lightweight mesh upper. And uh, if you've seen pictures of that and the new X twenty point one, they're actually very similar. I'm, I it's pre, it's very, it's a similar situation to when New Balance Vizaro ones had a very similar um, mesh upper as their, some of their running shoes back then. So, I, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a, sort of an engineered mesh of sorts, but uh, it's very, very thin. You, it's nemesis thin. It's no longer like the X19.1s. And uh, the most interesting thing that I love about it is that they've also brought back carbon fiber, which is very ironic to me because... Um, Adidas were the ones who killed off carbon fiber in football boots when they had when they innovated with their whole PVEC sole plate, where which showed the world that you could have a plastic uh, sole plate that was durable, lightweight, without paying ridiculous prices like another brand was doing with carbon fiber sole plates that were not actually that light. Another brand. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, right, all, we, so, uh, we all know who it is. We all know who it is. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so what's really interesting about Adidas is not only have they brought back um the carbon fiber plate instead of doing a full carbon fiber sole plate, uh, they've actually used what they uh they've they're actually using um just two pieces instead, so it's it's again s- similar to the Adizero Adios Pros where instead of a full carbon fiber plate, they only have it in the forefoot, and it's actually um they call it energy rods where they've got um just four rods out there to add in um to which i believe follows your metatarsals and like gives you that springy effect so it's the same thing as what adidas are doing so they only use two two um carbon fiber two pieces of carbon fiber plates and they are really really springy if you love the old carbon fiber plates from nike you are gonna love the x 20.1 ghoster and uh i wish the apple was a bit more padded than they are but well you, you can't have everything. You can't have your 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 cake and eat it. And so uh, I'm really excited about X20.1 because finally someone's giving us... Uh, it sounds like a perfect speed boot. And uh, from where when I've worn it, it does feel that way. The only issue I I felt was that um, the lockdown was not as aggressive as the Neutri Betas and even the uh, Vapor. So that might be an issue for some people who who are really into speed boots, but if not, I think everyone's gonna love it. Cool, yeah, like uh, like kind of like you mentioned, you mentioned the the twenty point ones. Um, I'm I'm a little bit more of a fan of laceless models. Uh, I think than you are, because I know you're not a fan of of laceless boots. Uh, I I personally love my Copa twenty pluses. They're probably my favorite boot that I currently own. Um, so I'm actually gonna be looking more into the 
20 plus model just be, and but yeah like like you said like that carbon like soul play is definitely something that's reminiscent of of uh you you didn't mention them first but you mentioned them later the, the nike soul plates that we had that were all carbon fiber um so it's kind of bringing them back which i think is a cool touch i, I feel like it just you have that element of like you think you're fast because you have carbon in your shoes and <clears> so I, to I totally get that kind of like thought process behind it uh, Andrew, do you have any kind of thoughts on what the ghosts are going to do? Uh, like I said, any just initial thoughts on the boots or any, anything you'd like to mention about them? So I have not been lucky enough to see samples. I'm not <laughs> Whoops. I used to be privileged like that at my old job, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I am actually really excited for the ghosted as well. Um, I'm kind of torn because I like the concept of laceless boots. Uh, I had a pair of the Zero Gravities, the original ones from 06, and I absolutely loved them. I wore them basically till they fell to pieces, and the lockdown was no longer there because the upper tore for me going into tackles too much. Um, so I'm, you know, I I like the look of them, but at the same time, I think I'll just probably get the point ones. Um, it's weird for me to be buying an Adidas boot at full price instead of waiting for sale or something and especially since i think this is going to be kind of a me thing since uh i my blog's sticking to japanese only boots or boots that are only really available in japan or you know like that so it's interesting that i'm like looking at the adidas 20.1s and i'm like oh the x 20.1s oh man i Oh, they look so good. They look really good. Um, I will say it's interesting because uh, I don't remember where I saw this mentioned before, but talking about how it seems to take a lot of their lessons, not just from their running shoes, but also from the the um, what was it X99.1 from last year, that limited edition boot. And it seems like they've taken a lot of stuff from that and put it in the Xs or really... I mean, at that point, they knew the X's were going to come. They'd already designed them and everything. They were in the pipeline. So I think it's similar to like when Adidas showed, or not Adidas, sorry, Nike showed off the Vapor Flyknit Ultra. And then people were like, oh, man, a Vapor with Knit. And the next year, they came out with the Vapor 12. And everybody was, you know, going nuts. So I think it's kind of similar to that, like that 99 <laughs> limited edition boot was kind of like, showing like oh yeah you know this is just a concept when really it's like getting people warmed up to the idea of like, this is the direction the speed boots are going to go in and it does seem a lot more like a speed boot the upper seems thinner and kind of i guess more responsive in some ways it does lose some of that padding it looks like but um i'm i'm stoked for them i you know i love the idea of having carbon fiber in the boots as well they it looks awesome i'm sure it's going to function really nice as well so I'm pretty stoked for them. I, I feel like that's high praise coming from from you that you're looking like like you just said like you're like hey I I focus solely on Japanese or like Japanese available boots and I'm over here going to be buying an Adidas product at full price. So I feel like yeah. uh, if anybody knows Andrew that I feel like that's a very high praise for him considering he's going to get a like day off launch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the X are definitely a a boot that I'm going to be keeping an eye on too. I feel like I'm going to wait a little bit on them personally. Uh, just to see how what the feedback is from guys like you. I'm gonna let you guys guinea pig and test it out for me <laughs> before I buy my pair. 
Um, but yeah, same okay. kind of like reason that I <laughs> same same thing that I mentioned before. I I love the look of carbon fiber, like you said, it, it looks awesome. I feel like it gives you that thought that like I'm I'm fast because I have carbon fiber in my boots. So I'm super excited for those. Um, but yeah, that's kind of kind of really conclude our episode for today. We've had a nice little chat about all the recent uh, releases and the new <laughs> technically new coming up releases from um, Nike, Adidas, from from Puma, from uh, from Mizuno, obviously with the beta. Uh, first, of all, I'd like to thank you guys for for joining me, even with our technical difficulties on this episode. This is two days worth of trying to get this episode recorded, so I want to thank you guys, and I, I really appreciate you guys kind of bearing with me when I've been dealing with this. Um, for anybody listening to the episode, obviously, I want to thank you guys also because you're going to listen to a little of a cut and edited episode for a first for us um, due to the technical issues. Um, but I'd like to sign you guys off. So. Um, Jason, obviously, thank you for being on the podcast. If you'd like to let everybody know where they could follow your content on, by all means, go ahead. <clears throat> all right. Uh, thanks again, Marcin, for having me. Uh, it's always a great time to chat with Andrew and and uh, and be on the Top Bins Top Bins Talk podcast. Um, for more of our content, you can visit us at bootheight.com, uh, where we will definitely be reviewing the Puma Ultras. Um, my my reviews of Neutri Bears are up already, as well as the um X Nike, X twenty point one Ghost that went whenever they release and the GTs, a lot of boots coming out. Yeah, so awesome! If you guys haven't checked them out already, by all means go for it. And then Mr. Andrew over here, who's gonna surprise everybody with his Adidas's, um, what and what is Adidas review? I'm I'm gonna look forward to you writing that. That's gonna be awesome. But let everybody know where they can follow your content at. So. Yeah, thanks again for having me. This it's just fun. I love doing stuff like this. Um, I'm at Gaijin Bootblog, uh, G A I G or J I N. Sorry, um, I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, if you find my Twitter, have fun. Um, but uh, yeah, follow me there. I've got. I've also got my beta review up. Um, yeah, I'm going to be buying an Adidas boot. I guess it'll make some of my friends happy. So uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to look forward to that review uh, of, of an Adidas product from you. So that should be a fun read. Um, but as always, thank you from from me and from Tim for for listening to the episode. You could follow us on Instagram at Toppins Talk. Obviously, uh, if you search us on Spotify or iTunes, it's at Toppins Talk. Um, try, try us out on Twitter. It's at Toppins Talk underscore. Um, all that different kind of content you could follow us if you actually follow us on instagram we are doing a giveaway a giveaway uh with since 19 fc right now so check that out uh see how you can be entered to win that but thank you for andrew for jason for joining us for this episode uh until the next one marcin uh, i'm your host for today have a good one peace guys see ya ciao